cigars. Welcome to the last KVKL podcast of the season. This is the end. Thank you for joining us. Hot crowd tonight. (laughs) All seven of us. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody here gives a shit about kickball. But it's, uh, it's nice to see everybody that is here out here. I am Ben Hut Hut Hutnick. To my immediate right is my uh, partner in crime, Jason Kruger Huang. I am very squished right now. I don't know if I like this. Oh well. <laughs> We've squished Cougar up against the wall. Clearly, you have squished me against the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like this, but oh well, it's fine. Yeah, this was intentional. That way, when I uh, get close, there's no escape. Oh God. Uh, to my left oh, is my Alex. Hot, hot, hot ass Haman. Hi, KVKL folks. Alex being super responsible, still wearing his mask, and he brought us the speaker. So uh, anybody that actually cared could hear us. (laughs) Feel like maybe overrated. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. We got got some fans here tonight. Yep. Uh, We also got Katie on whatever kind of uh, audio system that this is. Yeah. And uh, Sean sitting across the table staring into my eyes. (laughs) Oh, my. I got lost. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Found his way down here. So, uh, it was a fan-fucking-tastic Sunday of kickball. Um, Maybe one of the best championship weekends ever. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just, um, I was unconscious all day, basically. Um, One quick announcement. We have, uh, so, Seth Sanchez was uh, gracious enough to suggest that KVKL help uh, do drink pouring for the Free State stands at Buskerfest. And this could be, like, multiple thousands of dollars for uh, our season charity. So wow. the stuff is posted online. I would recommend highly that you uh, check it out. If, uh, if you have a free two to four hours volunteer, I mean, it, it's you're basically just serving drinks to a bunch of drunk people en masse. So I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> I've already signed up. I'd, I'd recommend the same. And uh, thanks again, Seth, for, uh, for propping that. Thank you, Zara. And uh, thank you to our host, the Red Lion, first ever KVKL podcast at the yeah. Red Lion. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Thank you, Chris. I don't want to step on Jazz House, but sexiest bartenders in town. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Stiff pour, and that's not the only thing. Why don't you give me the address? Yeah, uh, 944 Massachusetts Street. Basically, if uh, if you're too drunk to find Jazz House, Red Lion is probably where you're going to wind up. <laughs> we got. We got foosball, we got pool, we got soccer. Right now they've got a replay of the Chiefs Chargers game on. It's, uh, it's a fantastic place. And Little League World Series uh, off the left. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the Twain Trophy is just sitting up there staring us in the face. Oh my gosh. You can't call it the Little League World Series. No. You can't. <laughs> it's a, it's just a tournament. Oh, it's a tournament. Because, yeah. okay, U.S. Little League. Well, Danny Almonte fucked the Little League, Fine. quote unquote, part of it. Yeah. I know exactly. 
How, uh, what percentage of the Little League World Series players do you think are juicing by now? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> At least 20%. Yeah, 20%. Yeah. One dude who pitched like 120 oh, innings God. straight or something. Yeah, that feels like a conservative estimate. All right, so uh, without ado, let's get into the games. First game of the day on Sunday, Hookah House smoked the Mahomies 16-14. to 14. I'll say vaped, but okay, sure, vaped. Ripped that Cougar Cup right out of Cougar's oh hands. Oh, my gosh. For the umpteenth time, it is not the Cougar Cup. It is not the Cougar Invitational. It is simply the boots. Well, it's not the Cougar Cup anymore. It was never the Cougar Cup. My word, my the gosh. The is informally known as the Cougar Cup. Yeah. The Cougar Classic, the, at least. Yeah, this is this is a thing now. Yeah. You guys won the now, first. It's kind of like, you know, having a, a field at a stadium. You play in the Cougar Classic, but you win the boot. Yeah, the boot brought to you by the Cougar Cup. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you won the inaugural one, so. Yeah. Well, a, my team did. Did you win the first two? No. They uh, won in 2015 um, and 2019. Because, uh, uh, hold on, give me a minute. Uh, 16, 16 was, was won by the like, Sacred Sword, and then and, uh, no, no, uh, 16 was won was by, by no Fees didn't win it. Yeah. Uh, let me give me a second. Rock has won in uh, in uh, 18. Uh, Sword won 17. Fees did not win it. Okay. They 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 played in 15 and 16 by lost. Well, you've won 17. the most Cougar Cups. Two. And the first one. Fine. Okay. Boots, not Cougar Cups. <laughs> no. It's the Cougar, Cougar Cup. There's no Cougar Cup. Anyway, Cougar enough about this. Cougar Game itself there. It's, it's, it's very indicative of our, our matchup in week eight in which the Mahomes jumped out to a lead on Hookah House. Um, decent job of, of being aggressive base running, get on base and so forth. And the Hookah House... They made some squirrely, like, defensive like, errors there. One of which where it's like, I'll describe it to you. It was a line driver to third baseman, and um, it was, uh, it shouldn't caught, it was dropped, and then runner going to the second and third, and instead of just, just, just tossing over there, he pursued, to try to go long snapper and try to uh, throw, uh, snap, uh, put the ball between his legs and go to third base, and it oversailed him. So the runner went third to home. So I was like, who can I do it? And I'm like, Okay, I figured it might be the theme. But no, Mahomes uh, in the eighth inning, uh, up like to a 10-6. Scoosh the pooch. Scoosh the pooch. Uh, we have uh, eight runs. Uh, with eight runs, they're making for a 10-6, up think, to a 14-10. I, I think it was 10-7, and then 10, they, yeah. they okay. doubled themselves up. They doubled themselves yeah. up, yeah. make it 14 they, 10. Yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah, um, yeah. I know when I think they're going to redo some of the videos, and when it gets to that eighth inning, they're just going to run it with yakking sacks. <laughs> No, we're gonna we're just gonna cut that that part of the game and rerun it with Betty Hill music. <laughs> Pretty much, or, or the uh, the circus with da, 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 and so forth. It's just um, hey, credit the, the, the hookah house. Just like the, the, the week eight game, they came uh, came back. Week eight, they were down twelve one, and they went to, to a fifteen uh, twelve lead or fourteen twelve lead. Here, down, you know, they went from ten seven down to fourteen ten lead. So, give them credit. Got on base and more aggressive. And, um, you know, they took it out to them. For the Mahomies, it's real simple. If you can't do the basics, the funnel's well, and what, week 13, you don't deserve the win. Yeah. They didn't. Marisa, who rep third base for the game, what do you got? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't want to call out um, your rover, but she obviously didn't know the rules on a force out. No, and a she tag didn't. Out. 
and there were multiple times where she was on base and there was a forced <laughs> out and then she would just deck the guy with the ball and the ball would bounce off crazy and then people would just run around and, yep. and I told her multiple times and so did you guys and I was like she goes I don't know the rules and I'm like is, was she eligible oh, that is my doesn't. question to you <laughs> that, I told you the force the force a third and that's it you don't need to tag her and of course yeah, Cougar was telling me, he was like, I don't understand why she keeps on doing that. And I was like, well, I mean, she's just trying to be sure. I mean, the, the only thing about that is, on one of those, if uh, if the third base coach hadn't been standing where he was standing, it would have bounced off the runner and gone into the dugout. But it, it didn't hurt him. Um, and Should've. it was hilarious to watch, because she would get the force and throw it right in their nuts every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, hookah house side their rover was also whenever she would get on base she would stand directly on top of the bag when people yeah. were running and I kept having to tell her hey go over here and move otherwise it's going to be interference and you're, someone might get hurt so just just be careful with that as far as them not knowing the rules this is why we're sixes well yeah and Cooper kept on saying it, and there were coachable moments in there but I from refing first base watching that across the diamond I was just having a blast <laughs> I was like just dude she's just making sure she gets them out it's fine yeah toss it at their nuts um, glad you found it funny I didn't and so uh, <laughs> then another thing was just I mean Mahomes kind of just shit the bed there for a minute they uh threw the ball back and forth, back and forth. Someone going to first, and they're on third. So, so the ball's going from third base to first base, and then from first base to home, then from home to second. And, and I was like, okay, this is that's how they get tied up. And <laughs> it was just kind of weird. So typical of Mahomes. And another thing is, like, basically, you got to cover second base. They kick over the sec uh, second base, and I told them all, I was like, make sure you cover second, and the force going to second. Our shortstop there, not sure why you shouldn't know this, she's in the league of the teams. Actually, used to be uh, Maurice's uh, teammate, or two seasons ago. Just cover as shortstop, cover second base uh, for the force out, the, and cover that. She didn't do that. She was late, so it should take, uh, take her like five seconds to realize that. And as soon as she got to second base, so was the runner. It was too late. So I, I only I had a few notes from this game. The first was that what Marisa covered. Uh, the second was, um, God, I, uh, I don't know how to put it other than. You can't really shine a flashlight between the talent of the ladies on the two teams that played in the boot game and the talent of the ladies that played in all the other trophy games. Night the gals day. carried uh, both Hookah House and the Mahomes. And uh, just from watching, Andre in particular was... Which Andre? Chavez? Uh, King? No, King. Yeah. Oh, King, okay. She was on base every time. She was your best offensive player. You're right. She was. Yep. You're absolutely right. Absolutely was. She was she was the best player played game on base. Well, no, no, no. She, 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 she I think she ended the game with a well, out of the end. I think she was. She might have, but she did. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, she got on base. You're absolutely right. She's the best offensive player. Yeah. Also, by the way, I hate to call her out. She was also one that did not cover um, second base as shortstop in anything. Yeah. But you're right. She got on base every time. That's true. The, the second comment I had was I'm just I was really happy for Hookah House. I mean, if, if Cougar was going to lose the Cougar Cup, I, I wanted it to be Hookah House because, uh, you know, Hossum's like they had a rough time this season trying to scratch together players for every game. And he's been such a great contributor. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, I just was so happy that, that they won. It was going to be you. Yeah. yeah. Hassan, his brother Basim, who's formerly the Mahomie, and of course Rashad, for the Mahomie as well. So you're right, man. If I had to lose any team for the for the boot uh, trophy, it had to be that that team. Uh, credit to those three. I tried to put that team together as a first year team. I mean, yeah. wonderful the, done. So. The third thing I had was um, 
there was that close call at first where there was, uh, yeah, that, so there was basically first base caught it, ran towards first at a, at a 90 degree angle from the runner running to first, got the out, but then crossed over the plane afterwards. And uh, the Mahomes weren't happy about it. We called no. it consistently with how we've called it. And Pat Cougar came up to me immediately afterwards and he was right like, call. you got that right. No, but, no, no, no. They weren't happy. Because, again, just, just like uh, the rover, some of them don't know the rules. No, no, no. You're, there's a right call. If you Here rewatch you that, though, too, Cougar, the runner was only going straight for the white bag. So it wouldn't yeah. have mattered anyways. Right. You got the right. safety and, bag and that you have to go to. Exactly. But exactly. I saw it didn't Ran. slow down. Yeah. So, no, it didn't. Uh, but I still kind of feel like that's that those are collisions waiting to happen. Maybe we need to look at that and decide yeah. who has the right of way there in the offseason. Because that happened the week before in the, the Muddy Love Garden game, and it was just as much of, of a clusterfuck and argument. I feel like we got the call right both times, but maybe we got the call right. Yeah. It. yeah. Another call, real quick, that is was, um, that was, went against Mahomes, even though it was a right call, was by Liz of uh, KTC at third base. Yeah. The runner, uh, was it the second inning, third inning? Interference uh, by the uh, on the um, by our uh, third baseman Moore again. Um, he was running the third uh, running Your the third base. Third baseman. Yeah, I know. Oh. That's fine. That's fine. There's no contracts. If you make ex third baseman, that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. That's not bandage. No, it's not. Honestly, it's not. It's like that's fine. Anyways, so the runner around the third to go home, and Jeff Moore got in the way and collided with him, and then of course the runner for Hoop House retrieved back the third. We threw the back third base there, and the list car on the jersey list out there, a KTC, a third base call, call interference. I was like, right call. In fact, I even yelled at Moore. I was like, get out of the way. He's like, I did. He's like, uh, clearly you did not. And I yelled at him. Yeah, I always yelled at him. On the broadcast, Sean, uh, Sean mentioned how, mu- how that was a great call by Liz. It was a right yeah. it was Liz, who's in the audience. That yeah, was the only call, yeah. So it's like, it's a tough call, but it was the only call. It's like, I knew she'd make it. And here's Liz. I was just going to add, I could tell Jeff did not intentionally run into the yeah. runner. No, but he has to know the rules. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even intention to need to, but you got to know. He didn't argue with me, so it was good. No, but you got to know your situation. Have presence of mind. Where are you on the field? I didn't mean to, but get out of the way. Period. If you don't have a play on the ball, get out of the way. And I told them all several times. Get out of the way. You know, for some reason, you know what, teammates out there, and you know what, I'm going to rip them. I don't care. Their ears are just plugged up because they just know, know the basics. They know the, the, the fundamentals. Plenty like that. And, like the eighth inning showed, the eight runs. I know they may come back at the, at the ninth inning, you know, to out rally, but. So well, while, I don't feel. Sorry, Alex, go ahead. So go while ahead. we're on the topic of your ex third baseman, um, I know you and I talked about a little bit the, the, this week uh, about, your, about how your third baseman was. Seemed really gun shy at the end of the game. He was his 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 for lack of a better term, his butthole puckered. Yeah, he. Uh, it's unfortunate because he does decently well in the in, in practices and such. But when the game's on the line, he costs you the game. He was I agree. afraid to throw to make throws. He held onto the ball when he shouldn't have. I agree. He threw it to the wrong locations when he did throw. Yeah, and. Unfortunately, Hookah House just exposed the living shit out of him. Absolutely, it exposed the shit. That, you know, there was Aaron throw that go to me at first base that was wide, and like, like, you know, not to be my person. Like, the kicker was a, was a lady, and he had time, but he rushed it, and it was wide over to my right. I couldn't corral the throw, and I just couldn't do that. Like I said before, he's gun shy. 
um, should have um, throw the first because get the out because the runner and he didn't do that. And other times that that he made the wrong decision about where to go with the ball or where to position, especially the one in the interference third base. And when you're third base, great power, great, great responsibility. Like that Spider-Man movie. I don't know. But it, it's, it's there. And yeah, you're right. It it is a big part of, the, of uh, losing the game. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you've got to, you've and got to also take another the thing that you can get. Yeah, another thing that our catcher, our position there, got exposed as well. I knew our soft feller of our defense was our catcher. It's not very good. And they bunted them and tried to make throws over the second. They they tried. They tried their hardest, but didn't have the, the arm strength to get there to register out that game. And those extra outs, Puka House, they're great, capitalized them. That's why they're the Boot Trophy winner. Mahomes are not. Yep. What do you I'm got? Gonna, so I'm going to jump in now. Um, I'm also glad that Hookah House won. So if anyone else noticed, there was a little Oompa Loompa running around. His name is Rodney. He painted his face orange and dyed his hair green. Because earlier in the season, when he played you guys, one of your girls on the team um, got mad at him and said, don't touch the ball, midget. And then as she was walking up to the base to kick, she said, Oompa Loompa. and was like kicking his legs out. So he says, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to wear this shit out of this. I'm going to beat your ass. In is that finals. why he did that? Yeah, that's exactly oh, that's why he did better. that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So we were giving Andrea props uh, for uh, for that, but she made it fucked herself by <laughs> by uh, encouraging him to do that because he was the team mascot the entire game. He was the most vocal one on defense. But I don't want to short sell the Mahomes here. I mean, you guys were down uh, fourteen to ten, made a charge. Uh, sorry, yep. sixteen to ten. Yep. Yeah, made a charge, tried to come back. It just uh, fell a little bit short. Yep. Very sure that they did. And but hey, all saying goes, almost counts in three things. Horseshoes, hand grenades, sometimes sex. One of the last yeah. ones. So, uh, so qu real quick, point two, point five. I just wanted to sure. uh, give a special shout out to the refs for that game because it was fucking hot out there, uh, super sunny. So uh, refs plus. So uh, to Marisa and Kenny, who I thought called a great game. Yeah, from home. Kenny from Honey Badger, awesome. Yeah, uh, Liz, who did great at scorekeep, uh, called that, made that interference call that nobody else was going to make. Um, and uh, also on top of that. Sean sweating his ass off in the hot sun and the bleachers calling the game. Katie saved me, though. She did bring a uh, pop-up ticket. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Cosgrove told me he was going to fucking murder people for not trying to get that over your head. <laughs> I was oh, like, geez. yeah, I feel ya. And uh, not to be forgotten, T out there early doing yeah, the scoreboard, absolutely. staring into the sun for an hour yeah. and 40 minutes all by himself. That's forgot his, like yeah, forgot yeah. his suntan lotion, He uh, and he was on it. Um, so anyway, I just, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so. we got uh, so many great contributors. Yeah, I just want yeah. you guys to know I love you guys. Point number three: What about the balls on that more kid <laughs> declaring his free agency immediately after the game? <laughs> Whatever. I told just hours stands. fresh. He goes to the, now. Great. He did tell me after the game during the um, the Twain uh, 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 um, game. No, no, or uh, it was between the Twain and the uh, uh, plate. And he said he's going free agent, which I was like, fine. And but him also announced on Facebook, I'm like, whatever. Now, at least you didn't have to find out on Twitter. When Nick and I and him were talking about it in the stands, I was like, Lerner's got to make uh, that Supermax contract extension offer yeah, to him. Well, <laughs> anyway. Supermax contract. I was going to say franchise tag, like uh, Nick Lerner said in response. But, you yeah. know, the only yeah, thing whatever. that disappointed me about the boot overall is that I did not see a single shoey get done. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, can we wrap that one? Yeah, go ahead. No, seriously, right. congrats to the Hookah House. First year team, first team ever to get a trophy. 
uh, and the um, and the KB Co history. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm going to the hookah house and uh, just so I can admire that trophy. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, I'm going to have to sit silent for most of this because I, I was off doing other stuff. But uh, next up, we up. had, yeah, in the plate final, Brew Tang, the 28 seed, kiss, kiss, bang, bang over Jazz House, 10 to 6. And I, uh, I wasn't watching the game, but I saw the scoreboard from where I was, and it looked like Brew Tang was in control pretty much the entire time. Yeah, so uh, who saw this one? Who can comment here? I showed up too late. <laughs> yeah, just, no, no. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I was there. Uh, it was exactly as I expected. I think the exact words I said were they were going to fuck on them, and they came out, put up like four or five runs early, and that was as close as it ever got. Uh, they came out, knew what they wanted to do, stuck to their... Closer stuck to the game plan and it was never close. It was close on paper. It was a great game. I don't want to short sell absolutely anybody uh, because it was a good game back and forth uh, but they were as impressive as I think quite a few people started to think by the end of the year. Yeah. Katie called this one early. I'm just upset that it took the entire year for people to, to see the light. <laughs> Yeah. So Sonia and David and I were talking before the game started, and that was one of the things that, like, we talked about throughout the year. Just because I talked to them all year long, uh, just you know, being camaraderie and whatnot, and striking first in the, the first inning was huge for for I think their their team all year long. To just have that, um, you know, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, just uh, you know, you're you're feeling you know better about the rest of the game. You've already struck first. Get, get the momentum. Thank you. Exactly. And literally, that's what I saw from from them after that first inning. I I'd never had a doubt that they were going to lose this game the entire game. Maybe uh, one of the best 25 plus seeds ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and and as we talked about, this is the first first year that a first time team has ever won the plate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, like, speaking historically, I think it would be, like, a really great matchup to see the uh, 29th ranked uh, double meet team play the 28th ranked Brutang team from this year. Because uh, both won the plate from way down in the rankings. Both came together late in the season. Yep. Uh, both have a lot of talent, legs, people that had to leave afterwards. Um I mean, Jimmy. Jimmy was on that um, that uh, double meet team. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's why once you mentioned the Brew Team twenty eighteen, double meet twenty nineteen, and the uh, twenty nineteen um, double meet. Um, yeah, the, the the high seed ever to win a uh, trophy, yep. the, the plate. You know, so, it occurred to me. Uh, the plate. Excuse me. Kicking assets, right. well, yeah, yeah, kicking assets, yeah. Sorry. So it occurred to me between podcasts because um, I think Seth was making the point that, you know, is Brutang just like, it, are they on the Ladybird path? Or is Arbar on the Ladybird path? And I think you were a little bit like, you, you see them as more like corksuckers where yes. they're going to they're gonna plateau. The, the thing I think that uh, we weren't taking into account, and I didn't realize it until later, is... Because the players on Brutang are all so close already because they play a lot of other sports together, yeah. they're not going to lose anybody. That's Whereas a lot of these other teams that, yeah. I'm, I'm calling 
Out of, out of any of the teams that you mentioned. He's calling 20 well, for Brutang next year. That's something any, to aspire to for sure. I, I feel like they could be in the threes and twos next year. Yep. I think threes, yeah. Like yeah I would agree with you. Five to the three? teams you had Ooh. mentioned, they'd be the, oh, the most apt to. Yep. But I, I'm not going to say that they're peaking because I think they're going to get better playing in the league. But it's... A three, high three, but at high three, you can compete for the twin. I would be more concerned to go high fours because like they they didn't even win the the buys. They didn't win it. It was it was twenty third street. They won it. So yeah, but the 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 only game they lost was against kicking assets the first week of rank play. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. They lost one. Yeah, and the then they beat the ostensible number one in the division the last week of ranked play, and yeah. they just fucking tore through the tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the R bar, they fucking destroyed our bar. Twenty six to eight. Yeah. Twenty six to eight. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, I don't, there's someone to, someone to watch out for for next yeah. year for sure. But I was gonna say, but you talk about they, they play sports. Uh, everyone's sports uh, play together. Um, well, there's, re, there's that, that continuity has been shown in the past. That shirt factory, that core five or six, they played together since they were like middle school. So. So that's why the chemistry is right there. You mentioned uh, Bruce Tang. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the part. Every sport there, but oh, yeah, so it's Shirt Factory. But Shirt Factory, they did it when we were kids. They did it when we were kids, middle school, high school, and look at that one, 2004 Shirt with uh, KBKL, five five titles. Hold on, there's, I want to get no your thoughts on mystery. this. If, if Brutang finishes, uh, if Brutang winds up in the threes next year, how many wins do they get in rank play? Oh God. So one, one thing I don't know about this about this game um, was Rick actually missing anybody, or did he have his full squad? Yeah. Uh, so that's something I don't know because I came at the end of the he game. He had pretty much everybody that had he been did. there. Okay. So I could see them being a mid three, um, you know, eking out, you know, doing like a, you know a ten to nine, ten to eight, couple of games like that. Um, maybe you know maybe three wins, you know, two and three, three and two, something like that. Um, the the Oh shit! There it goes. Um, the low twos uh, and high threes are. I mean, they're they're so very close and very experienced yeah. that the experience may end up weighing out. Where Jazz House is always new people, and they have a handful of people that return each year. Yeah. Although Rick said he'll have his full complement of players back next year. That's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, they did a great knocking down Jazz House. Could they do it to, tri- to Triple X? Could they do it to Free State? Could they do it to, to us? Could they do it to Happy Shirt or Shirt Factory? Um, It'll be tough, but I, I do kind of feel like uh, unless some of those um, mid to low twos, mid to top threes um, pull in some new players, then it's just going to get more muddled. In that area, yeah. So there's, I think there's an opening here. Yeah, there's. I think that that's just to me that that right now is just their cap, and it they may grow up, you know, grow past it with another year or two of experience, but it is going to be a completely different game for them if they end up in you know the, the threes or four or the, the, the high fours, low threes. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, we've got some great new teams in. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're great. They're great. They're great people too. Yeah, on that, um, 
So I know it's a little uh, adjunct to them uh, actually winning their first uh, plate in their first year in the league. But uh, Sonia and David have just been great, and they uh, they helped put together the uh, the charity crawl tournament. They helped put together the uh, the ring of fire that was so popular at the game of the week, and yep. uh, helped raise a lot of money for the charity this year. I don't. I never heard a final total on the the, the disc golf tournament, but. Uh, it, was it was a lot. It was a fairly decent tur- yeah. uh, turnout. I, like I think that s- might have been the biggest money maker so far this year. Yeah, they had what seventy plus players. Seventy-seven. Right? Yeah, they filled that thing up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just uh, special thanks to you guys from Brutang. You guys uh, jumped into the league, took a little shit early because uh, um, you know you took your lumps because it's a it's a different ball, it's a different league, um, and then you really came through in the end, proved it. Took all of it in stride, and uh, I'm just, just really happy you guys won it. So, um, the credit to Jazz House. I mean, um, they took a bad L on the first round, um, but they played great. I don't um, just they made some bad errors in that game, from what I saw. Um, but God, Lee, uh, <laughs> Lee for Jazz House could play for almost any team. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just. Uh, He's- Great he was kicker. the bomb kicker, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great and he's kicker. got great defensive skills. So, and uh, obviously, Jazz House are uh, all-time podcast hosts. Not tonight, but uh, generally speaking, they've been great. Thank you, Rick. All right, let's push on. Next up, Red Lion on the strength of Brent's foot and Todd's legs. 11 to 10 in the bottom of the ninth with the walk-off. Maybe the greatest call in KVKL history by Sean. I probably listened to it like 50 times today. Just gives me goosebumps every time. <laughs> yeah, well, let, let Marisa try to pull it up. Um, it was at the, what did I, what did I say, one twenty thirty. Yeah, yeah, one hour, 20 minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Um, so... Um, quick notes on this one. There, uh, it was a fucking sloppy game. There were a lot more errors in this game than I would have expected. Oh yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I was just so happy that uh, Brent, who tried to make a sliding catch in that big inning that Triple uh, X had late, was uh, the one that kicked the game winner. Yeah. And that Todd, who um, jumped in front of Ashley for a force out at third. Ill-advisedly was the one that made a fantastic kick right down the third baseline, got on, and ended up being the one to score the winning run. And he was running out of his fucking mind. Just watching, even just watching the replay, he was just like a freight train running around the bases, scoring from first on that kick by Brent. Fantastic. Um, all that stuff aside, Triple X gave us um, our toughest test in any of the uh, Twain games that I can remember. Ever great, they played fantastic. They played pretty injury injury free. F you, pal. Yeah, it'll get fucked up. Uh, they played pretty error free. We felt like we could get um, people on and around um, with our like one through six, um, but they really shut us down in uh, bases loaded situations. We only got to scrape together one or two. They scored when they needed to, and uh, you know, kind of like I saw against Honey Badgers, they are just a fantastic team. They know exactly what they're doing, um, and our strategy going into this game was 
we know that uh, Ian and Sam and uh, the top of their lineup are going to be able to score one or two runs every time they go through. So let's try to shut down the ladies because if you let uh, the ladies on that team who are excellent beat you, then you have no chance. And I feel like in the end we probably did a decent job of shutting down their ladies, and to me that was the difference in the game. Um, that and uh, luck at the end. <laughs> yeah. So from what I saw from being in the stands, obviously, um, I got to see the, the elevated view of the game. <clears throat> the, uh, the last kick from Brent. Left field didn't move. It, it just straight up didn't move towards the ball whatsoever. Dylan broke on the ball as hard as he could, but he could not get there. Left field was just a little bit out of place, playing too close to the line. And uh, playing deep to protect, then he got a bad jump on it. Yeah, he, yep. he did. He got a bad read, bad jump. Maybe he just didn't even see the ball go up. I don't know what ended up happening there. Not taking anything away from Brent, who uh, who would be the first to tell you that he he is a great kicker, but at times has really struggled this year. Um, and I that was probably his fetch and obviously his most most clutch kick of the season. Oh yeah, that's, so. that's that Lou gap right there. That is that Lou gap. Yeah, that's, yeah. He hit the Lou gap and just an unfortunate. Not being able to get the, the ball in quick enough for Triple X to be able to, to try and get a, an out play at home. Yep. Yeah, so a couple of quick notes on this. Um, God, Triple X played their hearts out. It was, and I was just, uh, it was such a great fucking game. Um, un, most underrated play of the game was Cammy uh, getting on in the eighth because it allowed the bottom of the lineup to cycle through so that we could have the, the um, 11 through whatever kickers yeah. in the ninth. Um, and Kami had just been lights out all season on offense, but she was killer on defense in this game too. She caught everything. Um, and uh, I just, basically our strategy was don't kick it to Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good strategy. Well, yeah, and I tried to bun down the first baseline my, t my, my last time up, and I didn't even realize it was him, but uh, apparently he caught it, grabbed it, and threw it to first to get me out. So, yep. anyway, I, uh, I love that kid. What, I was going to say, though, that you said don't kick it to Sam, and actually a couple of your red line players didn't exactly listen to it. They actually kicked, like, like hot liners to Sam's left, and he couldn't corral it. So, so I think, you know, yeah. I was, yeah, there are times that you just basically just say, you know what, screw it, fucking just, just go with it. And like I said, you say, like, don't kick it to Sam. Well, like, that's all part of the same strategy, though, because if you let if uh, if you let him stand there and do nothing right. for innings at a time, then sure. if you kick a liner at him, then he's... Then he's basically know, not ready. Well, well, well although also, he, well, he should be ready. So, as, yeah. as Cosgrove just reminded me, his back has been ailing him all season. So, has, I don't, yeah, you know, yeah. for, so, for being injured, he played unbelievable. Yeah, he did. Absolutely did. So, hey, Tom, you got any pick for the game? Yeah, come on up here, Tom. I got your uh, your I, generously I, gifted Triple X sunglasses here, just because you know I got that the respect. Sweet pink T-shirt up here. They're pretty fantastic. Uh, I had a whole box of them, so I just went out before the game and dumped them on people. Yep, it's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. If I had known that, I would have not called anything for you. No, you're. Cool. I have like five more. In my I don't bag. even hand me down. Give us. Oh, okay, uh, you cool, want to give us your analysis of the game, Tom? I don't know what else to really say. I'm just super proud of my team to have gotten that far, playing through a shitload of injuries, uh, adversity throughout the season, people leaving the team, being kicked off the team, me getting injured and not being able to play since week five, uh, Liam, my designated kicker, spraining his ankle and not playing since week six, uh, 
the last two games uh, against Honey Badger and Shirt Factory, you know, we played ten people, and again we had ten people against uh, beat two teams four, beat four ladies in those ten play, people. Yeah, yeah. fucking uh, fantastic showing. Yep, uh, I think that game, the Red Line game, cemented that Heather and Emberly are arguably two of the best girls in the league that That's no one exactly talks why about. Our our strategy was to let your guys have it and uh, take the ladies out of the game. Yeah. Uh, Emily still played great. Uh, Heather still played great. She had three or four outs at first base, just on bunting. Uh, I don't know. Our team's great. Everyone's coming back. We're all very excited for next year. And, you know, having nearly beat three two-seeds as a middle-pack three-seed this year uh, would have been fantastic. But, you know, one-out shy is still pretty damn good. Yeah. You guys did, you guys did great. You had a very, very amazing showing. Yeah. And, like you said, you know, injuries... Cuts to your roster also. Sometimes addition through subtraction. Yep. Everyone just stepped up. Everyone knew they had to. Uh, we had great energy going into the last five games. Uh, just coming in and saying, hey, we're just going to have fun and support each other and just go kick ass because we're done with the toxicity and shitty attitudes and play through it. You guys rounded up a season amazing. I mean, only, yeah, only bad loss we had was against fucking Muddy. <laughs> Yeah, that's totally okay. <laughs> a lot of teams that have bad losses totally okay. money. <laughs> and that game was also two to one going into the seventh inning, sixth inning. Yeah. So, still had them rattled. I'll take it. Yeah. I I have one one question common other than the amazingness of the game in general. And ironically, Sean pointed this out during the broadcast that I went back and listened to. When was the last time that you let off five times in a game, Ben? <laughs> it's actually not as um, uncommon as you think. We actually kind of. Uh, so not the reason we every, started. Not every time you've been up to bat. No, there that's hasn't what been really a game. Blew my mind. Well, there was one other game this season where I let off every inning that I came up. Um, but we we've looked at. I mean, we're an old ass team. We looked at the lineup uh, and the score sheets, and it just seemed like the uh, the eleven and eleven person lineup was coming up a lot. And although it did not kick well in this game at all, uh, Nick and I are, Nick's better than I am, but of all the kickers, he and I are probably the most interchangeable, where we both basically just try to line drive and bunt. Um, so we we try to extend the back of the lineup because it seems like at the end of games, more often than not, that uh, that's going to come up and you don't want that extra out at the bottom. So I, I heard uh, during the broadcast you guys were talking about it. That's not, uh, it's not unintentional, and it's also not rare for me to be at the top uh, at the start of an inning. Um, and, our, yeah, and a lot of that depends on um, our ladies' ability to get on um, and play set in innings before, which they have done all season consistently. And up until the last couple games, they were the ones that started the rallies. We had a lot of two-out rallies um, in a lot of games leading up to this one that they started when the rest of the team just wasn't kicking. But I was really proud of the way the rest of the, the, the top of the lineup kicked in this game because although we had some base running errors and Triple X just has great skill players that got outs that we wouldn't uh, normally get, um, they were consistently getting on base. And so even after I got out, um, it felt like when Nick got up with one out, nobody on, in the bottom of the ninth, we still had a chance. Um, so... Yeah, no, I don't think either team ever thought they had control of it one way or the other. We, red line goes up to, I mean, look at the scores. Oh, we score one, they score one. Yeah, we score man. nothing, they score nothing. Dude, you guys scored, what, three runs in the top of the ninth? Yep. Fantastic. We, 
Nobody we, has ever done that to us. Yeah, we had the uh, the best inning we could possibly have offensively, and then you also had the best inning you could possibly have offensively yeah. at the best and worst possible times. Yeah, it was uh, great. It was a fantastic fucking yeah. game. I, just, we, uh, yeah. I was happy to be a part of it. Yep. And I, Same here. even before I like went to celebrate with my team, I was like walking over shaking your players' hands. Yeah. I just could not. I was like, wow, that was just amazing. It was just a phenomenal game. And, you know, we have Emily, one of our new girls, she's only played, like, seven games, maybe total KBKL ever in the past two three, two seasons. Uh, then Derek, he's only played since week three. Yep. Uh, our left fielder, uh, you know, Ian, this is his first year back in three seasons. Uh, Let's we've see got, what, you know, uh, Reboot, then Triple X, then Triple X, OXO. You guys, I mean, the team's been around for a while, but you have a lot of young talent there. Oh, yeah. So this is another one of those. Um, we... Watch out. Yeah, we, yeah. We, looked, we talked about it after the game. I was like, you know what? We only have three people who are 30 and above, and one of them is me, and I won't be that anymore after this season. Right. And then Brandon, <laughs> our running back first baseman, and Heather is 30. Yeah. No, everyone else is in their early, mid-20s. Yeah, and we've been, uh, you really have been heading here, because we played, I didn't even remember, but we played last season, it was 13-7, yep. now it's 11 that was our. I think that was our worst loss last season. Yep, and then uh, next year it's probably uh, 7-13 in your favor. <laughs> right, here's hoping. <laughs> right. All right, but Ben, thank you so much. That was a great game. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Well, I love well you. soon, Thomas. Say well soon. Thomas, a gentleman. Um, so... It, Oh, oh uh, Kozarov just wants me to mention real quick that he had to tell my players 11 or 12 times not to leave early. <laughs> and luckily for us, it happened on foul balls, I guess, pretty much every time, so he couldn't have called them out. But, uh, yeah, I think maybe Red Lion a little anxious. Right, yeah. We disappointed Kozarov by not doing it when he could have called him out. Um, if I can, uh, Marisa has queued up Sean's call on this game, and I, I know it's a little bit self-aggrandizing, but more just because I thought it was a fucking fantastic call by Sean. Yeah. yeah. If we could just play it for uh, for anybody that didn't get a chance to listen. And that's going to be dropping in the outfield. That's going to score a run. Todd's rounding third. He's not stopping. The throw comes in. It's over. Red Lion walks it off. I love how your voice cracks from excitement. It just gets me every time. The game, eleven to ten. Red Lions done it. Down three in the bottom of the ninth. Absolutely fantastic there. And not to be understated, you two make a great tag team, Sean, you and Cougar. Cougar chips it after you make that like unbelievable call. Cougar is just in the background. Wow. <laughs> It's a great combo. You yeah. guys make a great team. It's a decent team, yeah. So I, it's been a pleasure doing it with Sean. Um, it really has. And um, yeah, Sean's you know had to you know, deal with me going exploding and we might call it commentary and probably him going back to normal. So stuff. It's, 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 it's an it's absolute pleasure and privilege with Sean. Absolutely. So it's great. Yep. All right. So uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy to see the Twain Trophy back at the Red Lions where it belongs. That's that's uh, all I got to say about that. Anybody gonna uh, anything else on this? Okay, yeah, let's move on. But jerked off enough. I, I don't know if it'll be a popular opinion, but personally, my I think it was the game of the night. Even with the walk off in the championship, I still think that stole the show. It, it was really good. And if it wasn't for the championship game, it definitely yeah, would have oh been. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
All right. So, moving on. The cup final. The game of the evening, all that shit aside. KTC in the rubber match. As Hamon would say, drops a log on the Muddy Butts. Eight to seven in 11. One of the best cup finals ever. I, we can litigate this later, um, but what a fantastic game. Um, it was a, a tiny bit sloppier than uh, some of the finals we've seen, but it was still a fantastic game both ways. I think it was, uh, it was surprising how sloppy it was. And we, me and Sh- um, I talked with Mike Anderson, uh, you know, of course, former Geese Good Neighbors, welcome him back 10 years in a row during the broadcast of the cup title. Um, like two years ago, sloppy here, sloppy here as well. They're both teams can make uncharacteristic mistakes um, on, on defense. And uh, just like any KBKL team, it's like you capitalize on the other team's mistakes and make them pay for it with these runs. And you never think that, you know, think, okay, 2019, okay, that's like kind of sloppy there. Like 2021, everyone's back. No excuse. Figure, I mean, more um, a cleaner game, but um, no, it's still a great game. Don't get me wrong. But as far as the actual nitty gritty inside of it, it was actually sloppy on both sides. They made some uncharacteristic mistakes. Um, and the one that had to call him out, although he redeemed himself later on, uh, was Eric Turtle. He came from Post House over to KTC. And that's a big thing that you're in the championship game. They, they brought you on for moments like this and made three errors. And, you know, um, and easily, you know, if you made three errors that might look bad, especially a big spotlight in the cup title, you figure that you can't get out of this rut. You're basically screwed. But give him credit there that he became an asset later on and made some really clutch you know, pickups and throws from those fireballs that is from uh, Lou at third base uh, for KTC. So it's, it's, uh, it just goes to show you that it, uh, even in a big game like uh, the Cup title, but even though you made some, like, some extremely costly errors, you can recover. And not recover, it's thrive. And it's not like Eric uh, Turtle. I mean, I know he's been post before and won a title, and he's experienced, but... Hey, you can't get out of this rut, especially a big spot like this. That's what champions do, Cougar. What's that? That's what champions do. Well, exactly. And that's Eric Turtle. That's like I said, Foley Post House won 2017. In my opinion, uh, I think a lot of people's opinion, the best cup title game ever. He was part of it with, with well, now Post House back then as a wild man, a jackpot, whatever it may be. So, we're right, Kate. Okay, that's what champions do. They recover from it. And don't, don't, don't get down themselves and, and basically get out of the rut. And he did. So. so obviously I was I had a nice, very close vantage point to this game being repping first base. Um, the early parts of this game, the ball was very slick and got very dirty. Yeah. So Antonio and you could Turtle, see it on on yeah. video too. The, like both of them were getting slots. antiqued every time they tried to get the ball. They they were getting dirt in their eyes, dirt all yeah. over their face and all over their hands. So them being able to hold on to the ball in some cases was a very very difficult proposition until Kenny brought the, the towel out and like the four yeah. so took him a while to bring the towel out to wipe out the ball and, yeah okay, okay. I, I don't think it con- it might have contributed I don't think it was a lot it, yeah. I mean it seems a little overblown how many errors there were in the game just because the teams were that were playing it seemed like there were more but watching back it's not like it had a huge effect on the it wasn't a 15 to 14. It was an air-filled, but going back to very early in the season, I remember one of the discussion questions is, who would you build a franchise around? I know a couple of us picked Lou, 
but I will tell you even, like, I watched the game back, and even from afar uh, on, the, on the, the camera, some of those throws that he made were, it looked like an MLB player mm-hmm. scooping a ball on the move yep. and making an insane throw. And, and it wasn't like, in, in getting a little more technical, it was from like three different arm slots. Yep. Like he made throws from his knees, his mm-hmm. side, and yep. overhand. Yeah. Like, so I don't want to short sell anybody, but the third base play won the game for KTC, and Lou really fucking yeah. killed it, just like normal. I mean, it's no surprise because it's Lou. Uh, it's just, you know, he's been doing this for quite, quite some time. That, and that really unconventional, like, it was like a slingshot, like, throwing style. That three quarters, kind of like, you know, hate to say all the red line, like, that's a bump guard here. Uh, it's like, it, it's very effective getting there. Um, and, it's, yeah, he's fantastic, you know, the third base. But I don't know if you guys are Like, I'm not. It's Lou. It's, it's just routine for him. It's like, you know, big moments like this, it's Lou. So. Could I, uh, Derek, if I can interject here? Liz, can we get some comments on the game? I just figured we'd let the people that played in it maybe say something. (laughs) Come on down, Liz. We can give some comments. Liz, uh, she of the excellent kicking. I don't know if my my kicking was that excellent. I kicked straight to a few muddy players, but it's fine. They were on the ground. You got on and you kept the line moving. (laughs) What? I said you got on and you kept the line moving. I got on once. Yeah. Once. But it's fine. It was the most stressed I've ever been in my entire life. <laughs> Thought I was going to hurl the wait, entire wait. game. Yeah. Wait, Liz, isn't is like the boot final two years ago a little different? Just no, a little bit? it's a little different. <laughs> Slightly more pressure. Slightly more pressure, yeah. But it was still fun. Yeah. Uh, Muddy's an incredible team, and that also stressed me out because I was like, I don't know where I'm going to kick it because they have great defense. But it was fun to play against them. Oh, what else? Um... I mean, I really enjoyed playing with KTC. There were definitely times where it would have been easy for us to get down on ourselves when Muddy was up two, and that can seem like a big mountain with their defense, but we shook it off and answered, which was really fun. The dugout was never kind of negative. It was all positive. We made some mistakes, but... I think both teams just had great attitudes the entire game. Yeah, yeah. So I, lo- I love having that attitude in the dugout when during a tough game. We're not yelling at people for dropping a ball that's thrown at them like 80 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's or, a KTC staple. Even when yeah. uh, Lou argues a call, he does it in the nicest way. <laughs> yeah. So that I think that helped mentally. It was definitely a mental game for both teams. And I'm just really excited with how everybody played. I'm excited we won. I was super stoked. Um, Jimmy probably is not thrilled about this, but I was really excited when Nick Devin threw him out at first base because that's, that's the first bad. time that has happened all season. So that was, that was yeah, I that, cheered really loud and thought I was going to sleep on the that, couch. That, 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 that bunt <laughs> to Nick uh, Devin over a yeah. uh, catcher wasn't a great bunt. You can ask Jimmy himself. It wasn't a great bunt, but Nick was like, oh, my gosh, like right in my bread basket there. All you do is step throw and as a lefty just go to the first base. And, of course, a close play, <coughs> but he was out. So... Um, even if the veterans there, you're talking about Lou. Nick as well. Like He's been on this team franchise since 2010. Or 2011, excuse me. And um, it's also his fourth title there. So it seems like KTC is not just Lou. It's like other players as well. Like Lester, you know, what, uh, not as well known. Like Nick Devin, you know, makes really good plays as well. So. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. And we battled through it. And I'm excited. I thought the first inning went well when the Muddy had the bases loaded and there were zero outs and yep. they only scored two, so we were 
pretty the excited about laws, that. Yep. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I thought yeah, my I, teammates would be here based on the chat and the thing, but it's just uh, the newbie. You're a good representative. <laughs> I will tell you, because uh, you're being very modest, but um, you had uh, people set to split, like mags. Um, and I asked, yeah. I asked Lou, because you know, if anybody's going to play offense or defense, um, then they have to play both. I just was asking him what's up with this one when we got later in the game. And he, he told me, you know, um, they're great. And you guys are like a strong, what, 13-person roster, basically. Yeah. Um, and he said, um, but I just, Liz is playing so great, I don't want to take her out. Yeah, and Mike has a great attitude. I asked her because I did kind of feel bad when they were like, Liz, you're going to play the whole game. Yeah. And she's here just in case someone gets injured. She's, but she, she's got a ring. Mags is fine. Yeah. She was like, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm less stressed this way and mm -hmm. just happy to be here. So that's really fun. And, yeah. But it I was also very stressed that I was not splitting because <laughs> yeah. I've been splitting all season. So, But it was fine. And Alberto was there. He had missed the first couple weeks of the, of the tournament, but yep. he was there just in case. Didn't play, but still had a great attitude. Yeah. So. Same yeah. for Quinn, the the, uh, the sponsor. Yeah. And he's got a great leg, but yeah. uh, he basically just sat it out. He was like, you know what, uh, me not playing maybe gives us our best chance to win. Yeah, I think Brian and Nick split, but I think Brian only kicked once. Yep. The, only kicked once, yeah. yeah, yeah. obligatory yeah. kick to be a legal yeah. player. And then yeah. Nick did the rest. I got, I got to say there, Liz, is that I think they said that if you're playing the whole entire game, doesn't credit to you. They trusted in you. Even your first year at KTC, first time in the cup title there. Um, first time in the, in the ones there. They trusted in you. It's like, right, huh? it's like no, you're going to be there. We trust you. And you delivered there. And I mean, that's, just a, that's a testament over to the team themselves and also to you as well there, Liz. So, yeah, you might have been really nervous, but it didn't show. No, it didn't show. So, Not for me, for me. Up here, Part no. of a champion. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, there were a lot of great plays in this game, but probably my play bit, favorite one was Janae and Angela's double play in the top of the eighth. Oh, yeah. Yep. They doubled up yeah. Jessica. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah so it's over. hard to yep. choose just one, but that one yep. was probably my favorite. And Janae, she burned a Lucas our left field. Is that six, seven, I, I was very yeah. excited about that. Yeah, I was very excited. The third time she let off an uh -huh. inning, and I just wanted to get her to get on base so I could move her because uh -huh. I feel better when I'm moving runners than just trying to get on. Right, and she kicked a little deep left. Lucas tried to go, um, you know, tried to do a volleyball assist to himself, but I went to his left. It was too far out, and it dropped. I was like, well done there by, uh, by Janae. So. Yeah. I was going to say, Isaac, yeah, that was a moonshot. Yeah, that absolute moonshot. Go ahead, Derek. I was going to say, Isaac yelled at Lucas to take a few steps back when Janae came up to kick, and he was like, he waved him off. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. Isaac knew. I don't Isaac know if I have anything else to add, but it was fun. I love money. They're at my house like every other week to play poker, so I spent a lot of time with them. And it was fun. I was glad we got to play them with, like, everybody had a full squad, and it was stressful, and... Also, a nice thing in a house where somebody's going to go home happy. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Better, better it was you. Jimmy's had his. <laughs> go, I want to say, Liz, you, you, you broke the street. You broke Jimmy's championship street. You say I did it. There well, I did not personally. It was a team effort. It's a team effort. You're right, but you know, narrative is like, you know what, Liz, stop the street. Boom. There you go. There's no I in team, but there is no. in Liz. <laughs> No, none of those letters were on team either. <laughs> Jimmy, you need to come up and say anything? Jimmy, do you James, want to talk about your team you at all? Oh, real quick, Liz, before, uh, before that. What? Game within the game. Who showed up early and put the KTC banner on the third base dugout? 
I think Nick Devin did that. Nick did? Yeah. He won the game for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that third base dugout was the lucky dugout. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, it was. It always is. Yeah. We were disappointed not to see the uh, King Boom truck. Oh, the, the truck. The truck wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, oh, the uh, the cherry picker? Oh, yeah. It's been there for the last three days. Yeah. Oh, no. Didn't need it this time. I don't know no. if Jimmy's going to come back. I was going to ask you camera on it. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. thought Muddy played awesome. James, so I don't know if he's going to drag on his team. Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm on that, James. Let me get a quick analysis of the game. Uh oh. Quick analysis. Yeah. Give us, give us your breakdown, Here's Muddy. James from Muddy Waters. Jimmy, one of the all time leading trophy winners in KBKL. Uh, couldn't couldn't bring it home this time, but we lost to a really good team. Um, congratulations to Elizabeth. Uh, one of the best it. teams ever. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're quite good. I think they've been in the ship three, four years in a row. Was that this in a four-year in a row? They've been four years in a row. There's a reason they're there. Um, so I, I think it's just fantastic that we made it. We played a very strong Love Garden team, and I'd be very curious to see a Love Garden KTC matchup, actually. I think they would actually match up very well. Um, their, their catcher and third baseman are, are fantastic, and along with the rest of their team. So. Yeah, it's great. It was great how uh, close you guys and Love Garden and KTC was, but you you guys earned that Love Garden win and then some. Yeah, yeah. I believe I believe the officiating on that game was just <laughs> stellar, uh, according uh, to Muddy Waters. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Well, you you overcame bad officiating in that game. I like how you say bad officiating as if you weren't the official. <laughs> What are you talking about? I was unconscious that entire day. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we, we've moved on. We rallied. It uh, doesn't matter. Um, you guys meant well. so. But, yeah, congratulations to KTC. They, they did fantastic. We just, you know, we there was no room for error, and we had a few errors. Um, I know myself, we came up. My, my team put me in a position to get on base, basically like nobody out, top of our lineup coming up, and we, we couldn't deliver there, so that, that one sucks. But... Yeah. Oh. Try that it's again. too hot for the mic. Yep. Yeah. Can I uh, can I ask you a quick question on strategy? If, if you're not afraid to give away the ghost, it seemed like you guys were playing shift to right field. Were right center. The, and yep. they were talking about this a lot on the during the game uh, on the commentary, where you basically had uh, was it Lucas in left, yeah. you in center, and then uh, Julia right center. Julie in right center, and then Chris or uh, Ryan in right. Um, and so, and Dakota, uh, or yeah, Dakota, yeah. Dakota yeah. So I guess uh, well. my question was like, did you identify something before the game, or uh, just figured that uh, you and Lucas would have enough speed to cover the entire left side of the field? Yeah, so we just can cover that uh, without too much issue. It's just, it's instead of having the rover there, we just thought our, our manpower is better utilized by having an extra outfielder. Um, we played several teams that are kicking teams. Uh, we played the same strategy against Post House, Love Garden, um, and KTC. So it's, it's a it's a season long thing that we've done where we, we put Julie there next to our, our right fielder, and uh, she's got the speed to get it done. And yeah, and, and go for that. But but Julie did a good job at a right field center field. Oh, yeah. she, all job. the balls came towards her. She caught it, so she yeah. did a really good job there. Um, but yeah, that's old school KBKO, by the way. Uh, playing four outfielders, like has it been before? Is like if you remember back in 04 and 05, like it, yeah, that was it's that like was a cool. muddy water staple. It, I just thought it was it interesting. You guys shifted yeah. right 
um, and basically dared KTC to kick left. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't because you guys. Well, Janae did. She parked it. Yeah, well, I, I think I caught one yeah. ball um, yeah. that evening, and you know, don't kick it to me. I guess that's a good strategy. Right. Um, <laughs> or so, Alex, both of you. No, y'all got yeah, tech techniques. No, yeah. It's a it's a losing strategy if you kick pop ups to to us. Um, but yeah, we're this is a little known secret, but Lucas is actually quite good at kickball. Um, he would be a leadoff on basically every other team in the league, but yep. don't tell anybody. Oh yeah, no, he's he's a solid player. Well, you just told everybody, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, so I don't think okay. I, you can you can uh, put the franchise tag on him. No big yeah, deal. I don't think anyone's gonna post him. Uh, he's he's a muddy for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Double don't me for life. life. Yeah. yeah. What about, what about that one? <laughs> so, so to elaborate on your your question there, knowing the personnel of the the, the teams playing with all of them, city ball, big ball practices. Is this still so long? Okay, good. It is. Um, the, no, you're fine. Um, the, the weak spot in, in Muddy's defense, if you want to call it a weak spot, the weak spot in Muddy's defense is their right field. Short right. And it's short right, on the line, what have you. And, and I say this with all the love in the world to, to Ryan and Chris. Yeah, Ryan's great. The, the only, uh, like, the, the play that uh, made that Love Garden game close was when uh, Ryan dove and trapped yeah. it. And uh, just... Allegedly. He's, he's, <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. He's, I was there, man. He's, a, he's just not as quick as, say, Muddy center fielder. Yeah, he's, it's, that's the, the, the weak spot of their, their lineup. And you've got to mm-hmm. do something to, to account for him not being able to, you know, any of them not being able to cover nearly as much area as, uh, you know, having Jimmy or Lucas there. Mm-hmm. So putting Julie there to help them back them up, that's a good, smart defensive play. Um, you still do give up a little bit of the under, um, or if, like, Kenny was to get a hold of one to, to right field. Right. To, and we should qualify this, too, because uh, Chris or Ryan playing right um, – or Dakota better than what um, the right fielder on thirty-three teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're like, solid. They're solid utility players. But yeah. when you come down to it, this is what I said in the Cougar After Dark, and what I've said kind of about Muddy yeah. is the utility players on Muddy Waters are a step down from the lean and mean lineup of KTC. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in, in Love that Garden, in the Love yeah. Garden game, they got kind of exposed as well. Um, in, yep. in that area. And, and part of that, unfortunately, part of that was also due to Jess's knee. She's not able to move very fast right now. She's going to be great next season when she's all healed up. But yes, you, you, yeah. had, you, had a, you had a few things stacked against you on the right side of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, the right side of the field. Yeah, what a great attitude on Jess, though. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just, like, watching people walking up to the plate, scorekeeping. Um, what a great fucking attitude. Just yeah. uh, a lot of respect. Just didn't, like, the moment wasn't too big for her. Just... Came up, did her business, was you know smiles yeah. all the time. It's and she, uh, Jess, was on base. What? Yeah, she's one of the toughest players on our team for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, she will be back next season for sure. Uh, she had actually had surgery Monday morning, right after mm-hmm. the, right after the game. So she'll be back and speedy recovery to her. Yeah, Played great, and that's uh, also I know you have been dealing with some shit, Jimmy, but it didn't show. <laughs> Well, we have we do have uh, Isaac on our team, right? Yeah, kind of helpful. He he definitely helps us out when we we get injured. <coughs> I I do have a question for Jimmy, real quick. This was the eleventh inning. 
Uh, Trey was there with two outs. Uh, it was kicking, and it kicked over the right field. Yep. And I saw him around first base. I'm like, what is he doing? And then the right fielder had it and scored the second base, and he got out. It seemed like it intentionally. It's like the strategy. That's, like, that's was that a strategy to get intentionally out so you could be the top potentially of the 12th inning? Was that the case, oh, Jimmy? Absolutely. Yeah, was. I can help you out here. He, uh, before he kicked, he looked at me and said, I'm getting a double. Is <laughs> either, either uh, extra bases yeah. or, or take the out. Um, we've done this quite a few times this season to with great success. Trey, for as good of a kicker Trey is, and, and he's probably got one of the worst on-base percentages on our team because he takes the out at the bottom of the lineup. Yep. So the top of the lineup starts with no outs, mm-hmm. and we just manufacture runs at the sure. top. So that this was the strategy. It's a hot topic because yep. uh, never be is totally against this. I am too. Nick Lerner and I, I am too. are totally for it. But I think it's kind of a um, you know half dozen in one hand, uh, six in the other. We've tried it both ways. Half the time it works one way, half the time it works the other way. The, when when I was watching and and then afterwards re-listening to the calls, I was like, I don't know if, if you can if you can get on in extras and just give it a shot. I don't know. That makes it tough. It's like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying he was wrong, but when you're the visiting team mm-hmm. and you, you acknowledge that you're going to go into the bottom half and give the other team a chance to win mm-hmm. before you can get to the top of the lineup, yep. I think that that's what Cougar was thinking. That's what I was saying. And I, yep. think what, mm-hmm. I, I think what uh, Anderson and Sean were thinking is this is smart strategy, um, but well, situationally, I don't know. I, I, here's how I feel about it. I see what you mean. It's a coin toss. I get I get. It's going to the coin I get what you're saying with strategy. Regularly, they start. It's just like you go to a team like the Cup title, and I'm, I'm not criticizing. It's just hindsight's 2020. 20, just my opinion, nothing else. You go to a Cup title, especially 11th inning, and you mentioned before, you're the visiting team. Can you afford to give those just giveaway outs, quasi intentionally for strategy, knowing that it's the Cup title as KTC, they're the home team where they could win it. Anderson, he liked the strategy. I'm like. Boy, it's like if you do it, you better be damn sure that you put, you, you hold out, uh, make a uh, don't let them score in the bottom of the eleventh. Because guess what? Obviously, if you do, all this is backfires. armchair commentary. Because mm-hmm. when he came up before he kicked and said that to me, I was like, "That's a smart play." <laughs> <laughs> I would say it. It almost works, um, but in this case, it didn't. Yeah, you know, but I think you, you were basically one out short of that working. Eli that turned over. If you guys Eli get to the unfortunately 12th, had some trouble with a catch that he makes ninety nine times out of a hundred, and yep. sure, and that would have been that would have been our strategy playing out. We would have yeah. closed out that inning, and I think I don't know if that was one or two outs, but it doesn't matter. It's one out, one yeah. out, one out, one, one, out, point. one out, yeah. Yeah. yeah, risk yeah. award in, yeah. in a game that close, you never know what's going to be the deciding it, it, it factor. It came down just, to yeah. exactly one run um, in either direction. Same thing we did the, to them in uh, the previous season, they did to us in this season, so it's almost yep. poetic in yeah. a way. Hey, man, if you're going to lose on a uh, safety squeeze by Kenny and uh, Alex making it home in the bottom of the 11th, then I'm not going to argue with anything you guys did yeah. all game. Yeah. I, I just Fine. sat there and stared at it. I'm like, Kenny walked up. I'm like, I know where this is going. He's, yeah. They're making Cal make this play. He's the only person in the building who's going to try and make this play. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, not for nothing, I was, uh, I was really happy for Kenny there because that gives him like a, a signature kick in a championship game. It does, Kenny. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
but yeah, absolutely. Just, just a few shout outs. Again, Elizabeth's right here. She did great. Um, she has questions apparently. Uh, yeah. Very proud of her and her first championship. So I'm very happy for her and my entire team. Thanks for absolutely. a great season. Yeah. Um, very excited make, to do it again. Did you guys make any kind of bet before the season? Like you have to do the laundry oh, no. for the next six oh, months no. or something like that and do this? <laughs> no. Wash no. Hammond's? Yeah. Wash Hammond for a, moment, no, a whole Hammond's year. A, I don't know. You guys are not mean child. enough. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a couple of shout-outs to some KTC players. Obviously, Nick for getting me out. Uh, congratulations. Lou, unfortunately, could not pull that off. Though the throw did beat me, it had to be thrown so hard that uh, Turtle could not handle it. So I am proud of that. There was a lot of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I, I really enjoy everyone on, on KTC, uh, except for the Pete guy. He keeps leaving Lawrence, and I kind of hate him for it. So hopefully he comes back. You know what? We're going we're gonna to open oh up a position gosh. at KU and get him back. I think, I'm I confident. Think that, that's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, James. Jimmy. Quinn has a question for Cougar, our yep. historian. So we know Nicole switched teams after playing for Muddy in 2019, won the championship came to KTC, now won a championship. Has anyone else ever done that and won two consecutive championships? One, like, back-to-back titles? Yeah, a player. On different teams. Oh, my gosh. I think Jaren Bell might have done that. Uh, Or Chris Chris Marshall did that in 2010, and then go to 2011, he went over to uh, when it's now KTC. Because uh, Los Luchadores was basically no more, and they did Los Matadores. So Marsh, Chris Marshall has done that. Consecutive titles in different teams are Darren Belt. He might have done that like 07, 08. I think he did. He was 07 with Love Guard and went to 08. He was with Lawrence Sherpatry uh, franchise. So I think he did that. Yes, on different teams. What's yeah, that, Jack Goddard? Yes, thank you, Jack Goddard. Thank you. It was a smaller league. Smaller but it still happened. Yeah. It still happened. There's a, so it's, it it's, hasn't it's, happened in quite a long time, I think no, is the answer. No, so. So. That's all I have. Yeah. So, good question. Thank you, Quinn. So. What you got, Aaron? Are the score sheets posted online? It looks like Cougars got them. No, yeah, these score sheets are, these are Sean's and uh, uh, Mike Anderson's. And, uh, um, I have mine, but they're sloppy. Don't read mine. The only person on either team outside of the top four of the lineup that scored was Jessica. Is that correct? Was it, was it one? Was I think there was one. For, for, for who? For Muddy? For either team. Did anyone? Mud- have Jess league? scored uh, in the uh, sixth inning, and, that, and let's go to KTC. No one scored. All all of them. Yeah, right. all of them were top uh, top four for KTC. So the top four. The top four kickers from both teams were the only scores except for Jess on Muddy. And when Jess scored, I Jess thought, scored six innings, yes. I thought that was the winning run because it was the only person not in the top of the lineup to score. So I thought that was going to be the difference maker. You so, know, it's interesting you said that because I, uh, when I was uh, keeping score, I kept on looking at where they were in the lineup thinking that it might go to extras. And uh, so I was like trying to keep track of who was cycling through faster. And early on, KTC was cycling through faster. Later on, um, they evened up. Um, but then in the, in the uh, later innings, it basically was a wash. Um, and so I, I think uh, my ultimate analysis was this was a fan-fucking-tastic game. There were more errors in this game than there were in 2017. Which is why I still feel like that was the best championship it is still, game. Yes, yes. Uh, but this was obviously 
one of the greatest ever games played by two of the greatest ever teams. I think the errors by KTC were all physical, and they were mostly at first base. The errors by Muddy were uh, right mostly field. physical, but they Muddy had one or two mental errors, and yes. I think that might have made the difference. Yep. Yeah. Like they could have prevented one or two runs in the middle innings, yep. and they would have won the game without it going to extras. Whereas KTCs were strictly physical, yep. and I think that is to Alex's point. Um, the difference between having a, a solid 13-person lineup uh, versus a uh, solid 10-person lineup plus um, quote-unquote spare parts. Granted, spare parts that would be starters on 33 other teams, but they are not... splitters um, instead of spare parts? But, yeah, <laughs> it's insulting. I'm sorry. Utility I'm just players. trying to be real. Utility, no, yeah. Utility. Yeah. Utility players. These quote-unquote spare parts are people that I love and that are better than me at this game. But I just kind of feel like, you know, we talked about this a lot earlier in the season. KTC is just tighter. Um, yep. And so the, the what I took from this is I really kind of wonder if Muddy took their 10 best players... And KTC took their ten best players. Who do you think wins this game? I think it'd be the same. I, I think it goes this to the fifteen. The this year would be the same. It'd have to be the yeah. They'd probably still be playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. Very yeah. well possible. Yeah. Okay. So all that aside, um, I just real quick, uh, um, I kind of feel like um, the ladies for KTC are probably the MVPs of this game. Uh, Angela especially was banned. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking tastic, um, but I saw Lou make some grabs and throws in this game that I have never seen anybody in kickball make, and that includes Steve, who I thought before this game was the best third baseman ever to play. Yeah. So. Um, and, and I think that it took playing Muddy this year for him to have to make those throws. Yep. And so I kind of, you know, it's kind of like the um, you don't know who you are until you face the best, and so they. Uh, I just was really impressed with how Muddy brought out the best in KTC and vice versa. Yeah. So, in the, what was it, the, the, uh, the, the Jimmy Isaac, uh, like, one, two, three inning yeah. uh, there at the end? What, what inning? Was that, was, that, was that actually the 10th or the 11th? It's, it's like the game ended the 11th inning. So, it had, you know, they held you know, KTC, uh, no runs, they had gone to the 12th. Okay, so so it was a the, the one where that was like Jimmy Isaac and that was the the tenth. What was the tenth? Uh, Jimmy Isaac, or was it in the eleventh? It was in the eleventh. It was the eleventh thing. It came with eleven innings. It I had, know that the game went to no, eleven innings. He's so asking, I was just saying, when the was the last line, time? It was the tenth. It was the tenth. Okay. Tenth, okay. So that allowed KC, KTC to turn over before Muddy. Yeah. yeah. So that play by Lou, like I, I, I talked with Megan about this, like you know, who do you know, who do we you know if you're if you're sitting there saying who's an MVP of this game? It's ninth inning. That play by Lou solely <laughs> puts him in the running for MVP of this game. It's ninth inning. And that game, that play was so like I, I hate to, I hate having to say this I, like as a player and a rep, I was so excited to see this play from 40 feet away from it. Starting and six feet away from an ending, that even on this play, like when when Isaac got out, I didn't yell out. I was just like, "Got him!" Yeah. <laughs> like that's like, wow. that's how, that's how good of a play that was. Yeah. I completely forgot that I wasn't a fan at that point. 
I had uh. the same reaction when uh, when um, they got Jimmy out. Yeah. It, it, it was the, and Cougar said it was the ninth inning. It was, uh, it was ninth. It was ninth. Yeah. 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 One, two, three. Like, ninth inning. Well, one, two, three. After yes. the game, the Sorry. first thing I did was walk over to Jimmy and say, "Well, you know, I got to see you get out." That yeah. was something. <laughs> so, in you guys' opinion, I mean, you said you said the ladies for KTC MVP. Um, I think I said this also on, on Cougar After Dark, and I'm sorry we're going to just keep talking about this championship game for a no, little bit. No, it's fine. Um, but uh, I said this on Cougar After Dark. 2019, no Alex McKee. 2021, it was, it was poetic justice. Alex McKee makes plays at second base as center fielder to keep runs from happening, to keep people off of the bases. Yep. Then scores the winning run off of the safety squeeze. I was correct. He put himself Sorry. in the right position. <laughs> I was correct. He, he Sorry, was, Jess, I was correct. I was you correct. Are correct. <laughs> He's been playing long enough with these guys that he was able to put himself in a position that he knew he could benefit from. But if you look back, he had plenty of pop-ups. Mm-hmm. He... I, Alex was a great, great player in the game, but I would have to say Kenny was probably the MVP of the game. Look at his lineup, his, his on-base percentage, mm-hmm. his fielding, uh, basically uh, yeah, flawless. I, 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 I was loosely uh, keeping track while keeping score, and I'm pretty sure there were nine or ten uh, pitcher to first base outs. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch. Yeah. So and, you're talking uh, of like the half actual... Half of them were, yeah. were pitcher to first base outs that nobody else in the league can make. Yeah. yeah. You could make an argument for... 20 out of the 25 players to be the MVP for this game. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, as a, as a group, the KT Slee ladies, Muddy ladies didn't do bad. Just, no, they didn't. Just scored. Yeah. Just scored. KT Slee yeah. ladies were just slightly better on defense. I think if you put the Muddy consistent. ladies and the KTC ladies together, they'd probably beat 95% of the teams in this league on their own. Be my, <laughs> be my team. Be difficult. But it is a nice luxury to have yeah. uh, Kenny making 10 outs in this game. Oh, yeah. In the championship yep. game where, you know, the the uh, average pitcher is only going to make a couple of them. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, n- you know, not for nothing, he kicked in the winning run. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Kenny, yeah. Then he, then he had that on there, too. Yep. Um, like in case you didn't know, there is that in case you didn't know that um, uh, KTC, you know, first time they ever won undefeated champions, uh, 2015. I told you before before the uh, broadcast, one of these records would fall with with, with Lawrence Shirt Factory, whether it's Muddy Waters going back to back titles since Shirt Factory 1415, or KTC being the first ever undefeated champion since uh, Lawrence Shirt Factory back in 2015. One of these records had to fall, and that's amazing that, that uh, these records were on the line. What were the picks last week on this game? Remember, I, I abstained. I abstained. Down. I know you abstained. Did yeah. everyone else pick? I was the only one that picked KTC to walk it off in extras, right? Yes. Okay, yes. just wanted to make but sure. Ben's the only one. <laughs> Being yeah. right's awesome. Yeah, there you go. Nice talk. There you go. There you go. So, um, yeah, so, um, I, I picked Muddy because picked Muddy. Yes, yeah. he did. Ve- the Vegas money is on Jimmy. Yeah. But uh, it's a, it's Sean, you nailed this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's a smart pick. Yeah. It's a smart pick. Which, uh, this is probably a good time to mention, you nailed this thing, but uh, I'm walking away yeah. with a scotch. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, some teams couldn't keep eight runs yeah. off the board in the eight. This, uh, this was supposed to be in under, under an hour, and we're already <laughs> yep. the hour 20 mark. So, yeah. Cougar, give us, uh, give us the final standings. The final standings are yeah. Real quick, so uh, a Degenerates Gambling Podcast, yeah. I picked... Uh, the total, uh, as a tiebreaker between Sean Cosgrove and I, I picked 65 total runs for all the trophy games. And it wound up being 
82. 82, yeah. Um, Cosgrove was basically hosed after the boot game went to 30 <laughs> runs. Um, and after that, I was just a contest boot shot. And I, I, uh, I told my team to uh, make sure they let in a couple extra runs by Triple X to ensure I got the victory. But I, I think it's probably safe to say that all of these games went uh, higher scoring than we thought they would, except for maybe the plate. And yeah, I think uh, the plate. The, owing in large part to Brutang's defense. Um, but yeah, it was uh, kind of a walk away. So thank you to Cougar for uh, getting me this bottle of scotch. Of course, you're and, welcome. Uh, thank you to Sean and Cosgrove for chipping in. One last thing. Here's the standings real quick. About the Cougar After Dark uh, broadcast, uh, bracket challenge, okay? Uh, let's see. In last 20 place, on the line, yeah. Right, 20 percent. Last place was Seth with 84.5 points. Mm. And... Uh, third, uh, third place was Ben with 85. Boo. And then me with 96, which means the winner here is Alex is 102 points. Boo. So you are $60 richer. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't spend all once. Wow. Like uh, such risky. I know you didn't get one of those. You beat the fuck out of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you won yeah, You guys are all really close together. I was 96. Not even yeah. close. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. So. Uh, was that the only one who picked KTC? Good job, buddy. Well, uh, since one of those you were pointing at the scoreboard when you crossed the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you basically Usain Bolted this thing. Yeah, yeah. that with Tyreek Hill. Right, since we can't buy you scotch, I think we we're going to get you a two liter of soda. I'm just going to suck your dick. I hope that's okay. <laughs> Fair. I get good head. Right? Cougars kind of film it. Yeah. All right, so uh, I know, I, know uh, I mean, nobody's yelling at us, so maybe some quick discussion questions before we get out of here. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Quick ones. Um, biggest surprise from the tournament. Haman? Biggest surprise from the tournament? I will say, and I say this solely on the fact that we played Triple X and it wasn't a game. Holy shit, turnaround on Triple X there in the last several weeks. Yeah. That, that is a huge surprise to me. Not, not a surprise because, I, I, again, I, I know players on the team. I'm friends with players on the team. They, they, are, they are ballers. I think that Tom did an excellent job with coaching his team and cutting people that needed to be cut or having people walk out that weren't helping the team. I, you know, that, so unfortunately, sometimes that helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, biggest, biggest surprise, that's probably the biggest surprise to me. Um, and not from a talent level, just a, holy shit, that's a huge turnaround to have in basically a month. Yeah, I'm on that. Yeah, Sean. Uh, that was gonna be mine, but I, I have a backup, and it's simple. It's just Brutang. Got to drive home how well they. Uh, not even just like on the season as a whole, but just in the tournament, just starting off shit kicking teams, letting everyone know what was gonna happen. Uh, lost a pretty predictable game to lose and then never looked back. So Dude, I'm going to uh, go with Brutang. I was totally on our bar and uh, maybe my favorite mo moment of the tournament was Brutang hate fucking our bar. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know I walked up in the middle of the first and it was already one of those. Like, I think, it, yeah, I was with Katie yeah. and we walked up like, it's, it's eight to zero. Okay, wait, now it's 13. What the fuck's going on? I mean, I, for one, am not surprised, but I was surprised to walk up on that score, at least thinking that it would be a closer game, for sure. But, no, yeah, good on Brutang. I'm excited to see what they do next year, for sure. Katie, you missed the mark on all the actual betting things, but I feel like we should all be getting you something for calling Brutang's domination. 
I'll take shots, thank you. Yeah. I'll, I'll suck your dick. Perfect. Yeah. Cougar, biggest surprise? Are those tournaments? Yeah. During, okay. I was just surprised that uh, how uh, high scoring was in the cup title and also how um, it came down to the stakes at the very end. You figured they'd be tightened up as far as like um, how the game would end between KTC and Mighty Waters. And it's still been the same. They're still like a little sloppy at the end. Um, hate to call them out there. And like I said, no one lost the game. Our team, our team loses not individual playing, but uh, boy, those two errors by Eli at third base, boy, boy, that's like bless his heart. It was like uh, that kill uh, led KTC to get those extra outs and to make. Um, uh, actually, you know what? Can I, can I back up real quick? Yeah. All right. Big surprise. I will say that it's a strategy. Again, the intentional out of Trey Johnson over the, in the 10th inning. That, for me, is surprising. It's like, are you willing to give extra outs to KTC in a cup title, and you're the, the visiting team? I get the strategy. Mike Anderson liked the strategy. But me, I'm like, you better be damn sure that they don't score the bottom. It's like, in, in the 8th inning, it's a no-brainer. Right. In the 11th. Eleventh is like, no, like, like I'm, I'm trying to get my, The 11th is like, are you sure you want to do this? Give, give an extra outs to uh, uh, KTC. is like... Really? It's like, it's like, this is KTC. It's not the Mahomes. You do Mahomes all day, there, you'll win. That doesn't matter. But KTC is like, I'm not sure that's the right strategy. But that, that, for me, by far, is the biggest surprise. Is to get the, and, uh, Trey Johnson get the intentional out, the bottom of the 10th, about, uh, atop of the 11th inning. So, by far, the biggest surprise, yes. Uh, my biggest surprise is uh, Maurice had put up with me for 15 <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Nah, that's not a surprise. She's benevolent. She's fine. So. All right. How, how about a least surprising thing that happened during the tournament? You start, Cougar. Least surprising? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Mahomes. Mahomes uh, losing that lead in the boot final. Those defensive errors, I'm like, no, that's my team. That's the least surprising. Like, that's the least surprising. It's like, no, no. Because, like, he figured that at the very end of the season that, you know, with teams, everyone in general, like, people would get it. They would get short those mistakes. When I think the most mental mistakes and do the fundamentals and, um, uh, and basics. No, not my team. Not, not in the Mahomes there. It's because it's just not surprising at all. Again, Cougar House, they deserve to win. They took it. I'm not taking it away from them. But the way the, the Mahomes uh, uh, lost the lead end in the week 13 because of uh, fundamentals and basics, for me, it's not surprising. No. Right. So, Alex, you got one? Yeah, aside from KTC winning, I mean, I said this from the beginning of the first week. <laughs> um, I mean, I, least surprising thing, uh, it, Lou showing he has an MLB arm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's KTC good. bunts. <laughs> Muddy Waters bunts. <laughs> least surprising things. <laughs> that, Sean, you got one? Uh, I think the least surprising was the championship matchup. Just out of any two of the teams, like uh, we kind of discussed, I was talking to someone earlier about the way that the league worked this season. It seemed like all of the championship games were the best matchups that you were going to get on the year. So clearly the current format, whether it's current the maybe future three-tier format, whatever it was this year worked, but it was also interesting, or not interesting, but for me, 
what made it obvious that it was going to be Muddy and KTC again was not only they retain damn near their whole teams, but they are who they are, yeah. and we all know who they are, and for a whole league be having forced to take an entire year off and then come back, whether it's the same team or not, I think it was pretty clear cut that at the beginning of the season we were going to be watching those two play out championships. Well, well quickly, Sean, is that you talk about like it's the same team. Both teams actually made really key additions, uh, especially the ladies' side. Oh, yeah. Money Waters, Julie Windish, Liz Carr there for KTC. So, yeah. And now that there's I, a, a nickel, it, they're uh, assets. I'll See? say it again, best butter in the league sitting right behind me. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Least surprising thing for me is uh, Cosgrove and Thomas sitting at the end of the bar at the red line looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> it's not funny because they both were like joining each other during the, 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 uh, the, the Twain final. Yeah, like, they were like, art, man, I was like, yeesh. Even though I saw, I did the broadcast with uh, Sean there, the calls by you, Cosgrove, were correct. I don't even know what he was barking you about. I was like, what's he barking this Cosgrove oh, about? He, he had a bottle of my booze and I was trying to get him to bring it to me. Yeah, that's what you're arguing the seventh but, um, inning of the Twain final. No, really? I, I do have a question for the panelists today. MVP of the league this year, male or female? Just pick one. Male or female? Wow. One of each? Or, or. Just one. Who was, just who was one. either the best best female? Got to sound like a asshole from Star Trek. Or the best male on a team, good or bad? On the field. Who impacted the field their team the most? On the field, off the field, or both? Both. Just who, who was the best female or male for Call Valley kickball, in your opinion? On the field, off the field, charity, whatever, I don't give a shit. Quick panel, quick panel vote. Okay. Wow, that's quite a question. It's easy for me. Sean. <laughs> Sean stepped up big time here. He called games. He showed up for his team. He played super he fucking injured. Yeah. Sat out in the Sunday call games. He uh, made one of the best Look calls. Head is ready. Yeah, yeah. He's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening. Oh my yeah. gosh. Makes it easy for me. I uh, I think um, no no uh, no jokes. I think uh, I think Shauna is an indispensable part of this league. And, uh, you know, most seasons I would probably say Cougar just because, you know. Oh, I don't deserve yeah. any I don't deserve any consideration. Or Hammond because he knows I want to fuck him. Yeah. Um, no. But no. this season I'm giving it to Sean. Sean really showed up this year. He has. And, uh, he yeah, contributed has. in a huge way. Um, I was just glad to be a part of all of it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, like I said, a, a whole year off makes you anxious. But I was in a completely different situation to where I could jump right in this year. Mm -hmm. And it was really awesome being able to dive headfirst into being able to do the different charitable stuff, to be able to announce the games, to be able to play and captain a team for the first time in my career in KBKL, and then also to be able to help assist in some of the clinics and the refing stuff. Like, it was just absolutely unlike anything I've ever expected it to be. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, yeah. I can't wait to do it again next year. You, uh, and that's why you're my answer. It's because uh, that, that was this season, and uh, Haman has been that way. And uh, Cougar has been that way. And uh, you just kind of made yourself, and uh, frankly, Cosgrove has been that way. You just made yourself indispensable. 
Yeah. We need you. Yeah. Thank I, you. I have the three-headed Hydra of, of Ari, Megan, and, and Aaron for running yeah. so much of all the charities, the clinics, the, the little one-off things that are still that they're still taking care of to take stuff off the board. And then, you know, Aaron helping run Posh Wash, you know, with, in conjunction with Sean. Both of you guys done done a great fucking job this year with what you had available to you. Yeah, Ari running D-holes, Megan helping take stress off of Ari with, with, as much as she could with planning her wedding in the middle of all this, too, by the way. <laughs> um, September 18th? September 19th? Hobbs Park. Those who are invited, be there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and they're, they're, they're all very valuable players to their teams, very valuable players to their league. I agree with Sean also, but I'm just giving an, an extra, like I said, it's a, it's a Hydra. Yeah, why are you hating on Sean? What the fuck, Alex? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a Hydra. You get, you get one of them, you get all three of them. Yeah, we can't really answer that question. There's too many people that go into this. Yeah. The only person that's dispensable is me. So, Kicker, what you got? I'll go to all oh, male female. Um, with, with male, I'll just go with Ethan. Uh, what he's done over, uh, behind the scenes for us to make it happen yeah, tonight nice. for Twitch, also for the game of the week. Yeah. Um, you know, two games that were taped uh, over there. Oh, I see. Uh, and then we did all these game of the weeks every uh, every week there. And do the, the you know the, we record those two games at YSC and then we we did record um, commentary afterwards. It's amazing, and the fact that you know he also has you know uh, uh, a, a new addition, uh, a baby coming coming in with Erica. I mean, yeah. for him to take all this time and dedication, uh, and all of this, this, I mean, absolutely fantastic. He's I mean. been spending all this time uh, setting us up every week, and yeah. he is fucking rebuilding a house in the yeah. background. He's rebuilding, that's true. <laughs> rebuilding a house, uh, a baby Sunday on the way. Was this. Moving, Sunday was moving Mike. day. Yeah, like, I'm he was out there, yeah. moving at the house, yeah. doing some Reno stuff. Yeah. Came out early, helped yeah, set absolutely. everything up for the broadcast. Yeah, I feel like we're all checked busy back people, in throughout the rest of the day. Like, is. Oh my that gosh. was coming to Hobbs, going back home, going mm-hmm. back to the park, going yeah. back home. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. What a guy! Yeah. He's, he was coming at you, people like you. Cosgrove's got an answer to his own question. What's that? What's that? Okay, I'm going more for the sports. MVP. Okay. Well, real quick, I say real quick about female Stacy, our commissioner. Uh, Thank you so much. That's my pick. Yeah, yeah Stacy. Yeah. Real quickly, sorry. Were you MVP? Heather Perry is single-handedly responsible for Triple X's run in the playoffs. What's that? that? That is the most valuable player on any team this year, in my opinion. Oh, I that? can get behind that. Heather Perry. Heather from Triple yeah. X. Heather Triple X. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So I can get behind that. Yeah. From a from a sports angle, I can get behind behind that. So, but yeah. That's just I watched a lot of their games this year. Yeah. Like just clutch. Yeah, not giving a fuck about being behind and winning games. Yeah, what is it, Sean? Love it. I asked, and Heather delivered. The hair color is a faded ombre purple. Faded ombre purple. Yeah, we mentioned we, the project. We about the also, Megan. It was the eighth inning. What the shade of purple that yes. was? The heather's the boring. way that the sun hit it was so majestic. Faded ombre. There ombre. you go. Ombre. O u m b r e. Ombre. Faded, Aubrey. Faded, so, yeah. Faded. So, thank you, Heather. Faded, Aubrey. Aubrey is a nice way to say it instead of faded. What's that? Faded, faded sounds lazy. It's Aubrey is a nice way to say dark to light instead oh, of faded. Oh, so we were just doing like the the boba tea or bubble yeah. tea, just saying tea twice. So you're doing shout outs. I want to give a shout out to Rick McNeely. 
because the Fall Ball League um, yeah. is going to start Labor Day weekend, and he is going to not have kickball games on October 10th so that Cow Valley Kickball League can have a charity auction without any competition. So please be there and thank Rick McNeely. Go to Jazz House. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. Dig it. That's um, big. But yeah, because it, it sucks when we have so, that uh, end-of-season party and there's yeah. all yeah. games before yeah. But, but yeah, we're going back to Stacy, MVP, MVP, commissioner, make it all happen with the schedule, all these other things. And for anyone who is worried, we will have live televisions going. There will be uh, maybe some squares going. Some we commentary. know that there is the Chiefs Bills Sunday night football game. Now we're going to be up in the but winning that, that game in the first that, quarter. It's not going to make a difference. Be all October over, 10th. So oh, don't yeah. worry about that. It we will are be live. Uh, we are yeah. bombing the battery here. So Alex reminded me we uh, we are going to try to put together a captain's game. It hasn't happened in like five years. Um, so next Sunday at Hobbs, we're going to try to get going to try to get together the captains for all the teams or a representative for every team to have the like eighteen on eighteen. Double kicking every spot, captains against captains. That would be awesome. Game. Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, so uh, check your email. Um, Ooh, I'm, I'm sure we will get refs, not like captains need refs. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, just hash know. it out amongst yeah, yourselves. Yeah. So I am all about this because I'm going to be out of town. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by the, by, if you remember last time the All Star game ended in a tie, of a great catch by T. By T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great Great catch by T. It was a running catch left field. And it was a fantastic. Also, Stacy broke her leg, I think, during that game. So, what? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. she slid into, slid into the base. And that was the angle. last slide she ever saw. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, a couple of quick things. So, we so had a. broke her leg? Uh, Stacy Stacy did. I am out. <laughs> <laughs> Never me. I, I already figured you, you weren't going to play. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not either. We're going to have to find two subs. Yeah, Alex is in. Sim yeah. Bruiser. Yeah. yeah, Alex and our and uh, me and Marisa's dog. That's yes. right. That's, that's good. All right, so we had other shit, but the batteries were running out. So, uh, and plus we're running long, so let's just fucking wrap this up. Uh, so can we get uh, quick predictions? Who wins the, the uh, cup next year? Amon? I guess stick with KTC. KTC Assuming again. no moves and no injuries. All right. Katie? Brutine, I'm just getting muddy. Muddy. <laughs> muddy, right? Oh, yeah. Sean? I'm going to quote someone here, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that 2022 is the year of the squids. Mm-hmm. Mr. Holland, uh, Mr. Friedman said that, yes. So you know me about history, and I'm all about history and so forth and all. Um, no one's ever gone back-to-back titles since, you know, sure back in 1415. And, of course, the record just fell because, you know, KTC got a first undefeated title since 15. Money Waters. Still not going to happen. Still not going to happen going with back-to-back titles. It's just too damn hard. You ask KTC. They tried. Back in 11 and, and, and 13, 18, and, uh, and now to that, how hard it is to go back-to-back. Everyone else has a title. How hard is it to go back-to-back titles? So hard. And only, who's done? Sure factor. Done it three times. 08, 09. 14, 15, 15, 16. No one else. No one else. So hard. This dude, two seasons in a row. So, for me, it's Muddy Waters. KTC. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, unless Muddy, Muddy Waters uh, clones Lou, KTC. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> have to kidnap him the night before. Yeah. All right, we're going to drop it there. Uh, remember to sign up for uh, bartending on Busterfest. If you've ever wanted to be a bartender and haven't had the chance, jump in. It's going to be uh, two to four hour shifts, and uh, you will get to make a lot of people happy. Um, since this is our last podcast of the season, to keep you from going to tears, Alice, you got any shout outs? Any, any shout outs? Um, shout out to the board. All of you. Thank you for doing a great job this year. And- in the uh, making sure that we can actually play safely to start with, and then said fuck it and go to the wind, and you're all on your own with getting getting vaccinated or or not, playing the masks or not. But you guys uh, put together a good good league this year, and uh, you know podcasts and games. Thanks for being able to to keep up with that. Um, Thanks, buddy. It's uh, it was all Katie's doing. All Katie, yeah, Katie and Katie and Ethan. And Lauren. That, that's hilarious because I was going to say that out to the board because I did like nothing this year. So. <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate you, bud. Alex Hallman. Um, and uh, thank you to uh, you and your wife for uh, being such great co- contributors for what, like a decade plus for everything charitable. I've only been here since 13. It uh, feels like more than a it's decade. It's only been eight years, yeah. yeah. It's only eight years. Uh, we're together, aging yeah. quickly. It's just because yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're handsome and young looking. Yeah. Yeah. Love each other. I, I look like I've been around everybody for a long time. Yeah. Sean has a voice for radio, radio and uh, you have a face for my face. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, Katie, you got anything? My, my for real shout out is to every single person who refs in our league and thankfully does the job every week. Also, study your rules in the off-season. Um, yeah, thanks. Bye. Yeah, thank you to all the refs that uh, participated on Sunday especially. Absolutely. Yep. Sean, what do you got? Um, everyone's kind of touched on everything, so I'm going to uh, shout out what's from the outside looking in. Uh, I live in Topeka, uh, so that's already a strike against me. Um, but I want to shout out Common Sense. The entire league not only has an abundance of it, but it's very refreshing to see everybody come together. Like I was just thinking about earlier how at the beginning of the season we didn't know, one, if we'd play, and two, if we'd be playing in mass, if we'd have roster limits, all sorts of different things because of COVID. So just shout out to Common Sense for all the people that were safe, intelligent, got vaccinated, care about each other, Sensible. It's nice having this type of community um, just because, like I said, I come from Topeka, live there, and it's not anything like this. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything, Sean, but the uh, 2022 charity is uh, get Sean back to Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's time to come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been 17 years, 16 years since I've lived here. Yep, too long. Wow, too long. Years. You're a you're a Laurencean. Yeah. No. Come back home. What about you, Cougar? You want me to go first or? No, I'll go. Um, there's no shot that really anyway. It's, honestly, this shot goes to everyone. It really does. You all make this league, and I'm not tuning my own horn here. People have said that, oh, Cougar, you're the one that makes this league, and da da da. No, that's not true. And I chose the right. I'm. <laughs> it's not true. It's not me. Is everyone here that makes this league? Whether it's like those who just started in the league this year, 
or those who are like year one, year two players, like Jackie or, or Jackie Becker or Jack Lowe or Leslie Smith, who's been here every year since the very beginning there. You all make this league with the enthusiasm and you know, the sense of community for everyone. Do we get along all the time? Not all the time. Are we pissed off at times? Sure. But for the most part, there, you, know, you always make this happen every single year for um, this league, for this community, uh, especially these unprecedented times. So uh, really, it's, there's no spin anymore. It really, it really is everyone. So uh, you, you all make this happen, this league. Um, because you know, it, it's, 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 it's what we do like, every Sunday. And it's, it's a great escape. And we're doing this now almost 19 years and counting. It's awesome. So, yeah. Every yeah. Sunday, every Tuesday. Every Sunday, every Tuesday. Thank you. Hey, we are uh, precious on time. You, you want to get that outro ready? What? Okay. So, what? Uh, yeah, like it. Marisa, go ahead. I was going to say, while he's getting that queued up, um, I want to thank each and every one of your family members who have all of the people on the board here and who have dedicated their time to being um, on the podcast. Thank you to those family members that, and significant others. No, not, not, well, I'm here regardless. But I mean, like, for everybody else who. <laughs> no, for everyone who like showed up, they're not home. Like, you, for one, your family members take a little bit of that. So I want to say thank you to all of those who aren't there. Like for your kids, for your wives, for your dogs, for your cats, all of them. Shout out to those supporting you. Thank you, love. I will. Uh, I will second that. I will. Uh, I'm going to thank Chris from the Red Line for hosting us tonight and letting us ramble on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you for hosting the Twain. I want to thank Sean for all his work all year. I love you, buddy. Thank you. Love you, Ben. I want to, I want to thank Alex for uh, always being a great contributor in every fucking fashion and uh, for always taking my money at poker. Uh, Katie and uh, Ethan especially for um, being our uh, IT legends. Um, everybody that uh, repped this year, played this year, sponsored this year, Hosted this year, uh, special shout out to Hookah House who sponsored the podcast like multiple times. Super special shout out to Thomas and Triple X who were as gracious in defeat as they ever possibly could have been in victory. Love you guys. Um, and uh, I have two big places in my heart. One is for my lovely wife who supports uh, me, the podcast, the KVK Allen is there for everything we could ask her to be there for. And uh, the other is uh, Cougar, who is uh, who is my other wife that uh, <laughs> couldn't say anything else about. <sighs> yeah. Cougar's your reverse beard. I'm not gonna miss blushing all this. Cougar is my reverse beard. Yeah, Cougar. Uh, so in the off season, you, me, and Marisa, if we get together, buddy. Yeah, I'm just kidding. C- you know, you're looking at me like that, but uh, in all seriousness, like the, the saddest part about tonight is that you're going to disappear until the next summer. Don't yeah. be a stranger, man. I'll if, try to come back. If I'll we're try. not going to move you back to Lawrence, you need to, uh, at least need to come back into town. Let me I'll, buy you I'll, dinner. I'll try to yeah. come back. To you I'll, I'll you cannot I know disappear no to Utah here anymore, but, and get uh, married for health benefits and then just not appear until next summer. I'll take you to the seafood place out back. Oh, just come into Lawrence every I will. Once in a I'll while. try. I'll come to Lawrence. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll I will. In. Yeah, I will. Time, yeah. Jump, I will. jump on yeah. me. We'll take you to dinner. Oh, oh, geez, oh, oh I love you, buddy. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. That was very, I'm very humble by that. So. Um, thank you. So. All right. All right. Yeah, we're good. 
Couldn't have done it without you, my friend. I love that. Is that it? Good job by you, Cougar. Great season, bud.